Thanks for listening to Embodied Astrology. My name is Renee. I'm an embodied intuitive and consulting astrologer. These free month-ahead horoscopes are intuitive channelings and explorations of overarching themes, opportunities, and challenges for your sun and rising signs in the season ahead. In this episode, you're tuning in to the audio horoscopes for Leo season, July 22nd through August 22nd, 2021. I always suggest that you listen to the horoscopes for your sun and rising signs. If you don't know your signs, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. If you prefer to read rather than listen, you can also now find written transcripts of these horoscopes on my website. Remember that astrology is a creative practice of interpretation and a symbolic language. Every astrologer has their own perspective on what the symbolism is saying. As you connect with the horoscopes I'm offering you here, please listen through the lens of your own intuition. Make the meaning that is meaningful for you, take what works, and leave the rest. These horoscopes and transcriptions are offered for free. Your donations and subscriptions support this work and sustain the people who make it happen. Check the links in the show notes to leave a tip or make a one-time donation. You can find more information about my extended content subscription in the show notes or on my website. Other ways to support this work include sharing it with your friends and networks and leaving affirmative reviews on your favorite listening platforms. Thank you so much for your support. Happy Leo season, everyone. Are you ready to take your interest in astrology to the next level? Are you interested in exploring astrology experientially and cultivating your embodied intuition? You can now pre-order my new online embodied astrology workshop series, Your Chart is a Body, an introduction to embodied chart reading, where you'll learn to identify, interpret, and synthesize the three main components of an astrology chart, signs, planets, and houses, all through an embodied somatic lens. This workshop is specifically designed for body workers and healers, therapists, physical performers, dancers and actors, and others who are interested in the intersections of astrology and somatics. Intermediate and advanced astrologers will gain somatic techniques and perspectives that will help deepen and integrate their practices, while beginning astrologers will appreciate an approach to this symbolic language that leaves a majority of the math and complicated delineation rules behind and gives access to astrology through the immediate wisdom of the sensing body. The recorded class will be released in early October. Pre-order now and receive a $75 discount through the end of August. Check the show notes or embodiedastrology.com for more information. Hello, Scorpio. Welcome to your month ahead audio horoscope for Leo season. July 22nd through August 22nd, 2021. Again, this is a horoscope for Scorpio, Sun, and Rising. Uh, All right, Scorpio, (laughs) well, um, here we are kind of getting through the middle of the year and in a part of the year when a lot of pieces that have been up in the air are starting to land. And the feeling that I get in this moment of 2021 is that it's been a confusing time, right? Like the the whole world has fallen apart in many ways and many people's personal lives have been topsy-turvy. And to some extent, I'm sure that some elements of your life are also under restructuring processes, going through restructuring processes. Uh, Because you're alive in the world at this time, so how could they not be? Something is getting restructured for you. And this 
uh, Leo season is a time when I think a lot of folks are starting to get a clearer sense of some of the pieces where they need to go in the restructuring process. It's like stuff has been up in the air for a while and now things are starting to land and we don't have the whole schematic yet. We don't know the new blueprint, the new plan, um, but we are starting to get a little bit more of an idea of what it's going to look like. That's vague. <laughs> so how does that apply to you in your life just as a general theme? As I'm tuning in with the Scorpio solar charts, I am tuning in um, very deeply with uh, a kind of sense of you are trying to build the life that you want to live for yourself. And you're trying to build the foundation uh, for this life that you want to live for yourself. And that means, I think, for many of you, that you are clarifying and restructuring the foundations that you already have. I've spoken uh, at length in your horoscopes this year about the work that you are doing in the realms of family and relationships. Um, familial relationships, spousal or partner relationships, um, domestic partner or, co or cohabiting relationships. And also in this same realm, something that is a little bit more energetic that has to do with how you're in relationships in general with anybody, with other people in general, and the relationship between your relationships and your personal sense of foundation and belonging. And while your charts talk about uh, some kind of process that you're in around home and family specifically, this can also be, and I think probably is for most of you, a much deeper energetic process that feels like you are trying to clarify and heal and restructure and come to new spaces of accountability and maturity uh, in your own being and in the place um, places in you where you resonate with a feeling of belonging, of security, of um, centeredness, taking up your own space in the world, being okay to be in your own life. As we move into Leo season, uh, the first couple days are really influenced by the first of two full moons in Aquarius that we're going to get this season. And these full moons bookend Leo season and really define a lot of its themes. And I was just speaking about the themes that I see uh, for this season for Scorpio, for your chart. So as we move into Leo season, um, there may be uh, some kinds of new developments or new projects or new conversations, um, new spaces of awareness for yourself that have to do with home, family, sense of belonging, uh, your groundedness, and your, your sense of personal power. And home and family are uh, situations, right, that are really different for everybody and for a lot of people quite traumatic and disorganized. So what I want to suggest here is to imagine, and maybe you have a family that does this, so it's easy. Uh, but if you're, if you, if you don't, then you have to imagine. Use your powers of imagination. 
what does it feel like to really feel at peace in a place where you belong? And when I say you belong, I'm saying that you're welcomed, right? Like there's space for you here. Uh, you're going to have your needs taken care of. We love you. We care for you. We, we want to make sure you have a bed to sleep on and food to eat and that you're going to get the things that you need. Um, when we think about what a healthy family system can do for an individual, it gives them a sense of a right to be. I can be here in the world. I can be myself. I can take up space. You know, I can be accountable. I can, I can, I can be responsible. I'm going to pick up after myself. I'm here as part of a family, right? Now, a lot of people didn't get that. And whether or not you did, it might be useful for you right now to really feel energetically, imagine for yourself um, what a really healthy family system would feel like in your body. Whether or not that's the thing that's happening or ever happened, imagine it. Let it resonate for you in your body. When you imagine these circumstances, these feelings, what happens in your body? What kind of choices do you make? What kind of person are you? What's your sense of humor? How do you engage in conversation, etc.? And then throughout this season, uh, keep coming back to this imagination and see if you can start to live into it a little bit wherever you happen to be. And so if you're feeling like, wow, you know, when I'm part of a healthy family system, I feel like I don't need to defend myself. I'm not as defensive as I am the rest of the time. That might be um, a practice for you then in some other relationship if you find defensiveness coming up that you're like, oh, look, I'm being defensive. Hmm, okay, I'm going to have a 10-second imagination of my safe and perfect family system. I'm going to remember that I don't have to feel defensive, and now I'm going to try and infuse this situation with a little bit of that energy. Hopefully you, you tracked with me on that and, and you can make something out of that. Um, but the sense that I'm getting here is that you are really clarifying for yourself what it feels like to take up space and to belong somewhere and to, to be responsible to the space that you're taking up, to be responsive, right? Responsible uh, to the world around you. And that means that you're not reactive, right? You're not spinning out. You're not trying to manage a whole bunch of stuff outside of yourself. It feels like you're really coming in right now or you're wanting to come in and ground yourself and be steady in your core, in the, in the core of your being so that whatever it is that you are putting out into the world and whatever it is that you are exhibiting and wanting people to see and however it is that you are presenting yourself uh, comes across as reliable, right? As something that we can lean into, as something that we can understand, as, as like something that's uh, not spinning out and disorganized. And it feels like this is the work that you're doing, is to come into yourself so that you can go out into the world and really present yourself, represent yourself in the ways that you want to, in the ways that you are feeling um, will serve your future and ongoing development. And so around this first full moon, I feel like you might be um, do, doing some inner clarification and or having some really interesting conversations that help bring your attention to where there is alignment and where there's misalignment and what needs to be strengthened and what needs to be restructured. Um, and that these conversations can lead you into more of a sense of groundedness, of personal power and agency. 
Then as we move into uh, the end of August and the beginning of September, there's more and more energy coming in that I feel like bolsters you, that gives you strength, that gives you fortitude, that gives you an awareness of this is how you create a sense of place for yourself in your own life, regardless of who's around you and what they're doing. This is what you need to do to take care of your space. And if other people are part of a negotiation right now, if you're trying to figure out a situation in your home or your family life or with your partners or cohabitants or something like that, um, there might be a lot more support for these kinds of processes to happen um, as we get into August, September, October, um, really throughout the, the end of the year. I think there was a lot that w was maybe uncertain <laughs> over the beginning half of this year, the first half of this year. And then as we get into the end of the year, these this last half of the year, um, this restructuring is happening. And so this could feel like you are just having more and more clarity about how you need to take care of yourself, what your uh, home life needs to look at so that you can feel empowered, confident, centered, etc. It may be that there are logistics, right? Like practical concerns, rearrangements, uh, conversations, new agreements, things like that, that are also happening within the realm of relationship with other people that you're sharing space with. Um, July 29th through September 15th, Mars travels through Virgo. Uh, this gives you some support, I think, to move out and into the world with various projects you might be working on. Though there is an emphasis in Leo season on your inner world, there's also stuff that you're doing out in the world. And the more that you get oriented to your inner state, taking care of what you need to so that you can feel centered, so that you can feel healthy, empowered, etc. Then the more that you can really do what you want to be doing in the world. And this transit of Mars through Virgo is helpful for you. It's helpful for you to go after opportunities that you want. It's helpful for you to clarify and discern if there are things that you are doing that you don't want to be doing. It's super helpful with friendships. Um, uh, to either initiate new friendships or to discern and to clarify where friendships are not working for you and you might need to cut some cords or, you know, cut back on how much time you're spending with certain people or in certain venues. Um, I want to emphasize this though, because you have a lot that's going on in the realm of creativity and personal expression. And so for those of you Scorpios who are artists, who are makers, who are creators, or who are building opportunities uh, for yourself that you want to go after, and that's certainly creative regardless of what the opportunity is, um, this transit is a good one for you to support you in the action of whatever it is that you're trying to do. So remember that from July 29th through September 15th, you've got some support to go after what you want to be going after. It doesn't mean that you don't have support after that, but this is an opportunity period where you have energy for it. So if there are things that you're thinking about applying to, submitting to, trying to get to happen, um, this would be a good time to do it. And the first week of August, as we move into a new moon, uh, which perfects on August 8th, is a fabulous time for you to be really orienting, um, again, with your internal self around what helps you feel grounded and confident so that you can move out into the world and do what you want to be doing. And this first week of August, 
whoo, you have a lot of, uh, a lot of energy in these realms. Like it feels to me like either you are feeling really confident and you're feeling really clear and you're like, oh my gosh, I have all this energy to do the things that I want to do. Or you're like, I have all these things that I really want to do. I need to get confident. I need to get clear. I need to do whatever it is that I need to do so that I can do what I want to do. And in that first week of August, um, you know, depending on your situation, this is a great time for you to be um, thinking through and rethinking uh, certain elements of your path, your career or vocation, your life's work, your your offering here. It feels like you have a lot of energy to be, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? It's like, you know, you're here, you're you, what are you, what are you here doing in your you-ness? You know, what's, if, if we're going to have the quintessence of you, you in a nutshell, like you as the totally uh, concentrated version of the absolute capacity of power that you have, what is that? In the first week of August, play to it, you know, do stuff that highlights your strengths, do stuff that boosts your morale, do stuff that puts you out into visible spaces where people can applaud you, um, do stuff that helps you feel seen, recognized, special, or that can, right? Like, again, it's a good time to be applying to things or to putting put out energy that can help you be the person who you want to be. And if during this time you're experiencing um, a, a need for like confidence or, um, affirmation or something like that, this is a great time to do it for yourself, right? To get grounded in yourself and to go like, this is me, this is my strength, this is what I'm bringing. Yeah, <laughs> go me, right? And put your superhero cape on and get out there. Um, the new moon on August 8th is definitely a great moon to do ritual around what are you wanting to build in your life. If there are um, career paths or projects or certain elements in your life that feel really foundational to what it is that you want to be doing, what it is that you are building, what your contribution to the world is uh, in your life, this is an excellent new moon to really tune in with that energy, to do some altar work, to do some ritual work for yourself, um, and to recommit, to reinvest to what it is that you are here offering, what it is that you are here uh, to give and to be received in. The last 10 days to two weeks or so of Leo season from that new moon on August 8th to the next full moon on the 22nd of August, and we have a full moon a couple of hours before the sun moves into Virgo. So as I mentioned, there are two full moons in Aquarius this month, and, and that's the second one. Um, during that period of time from August 8th through the 22nd, there is a lot that's going on. And for you, it feels like a lot of what is happening um, is in the realm of, uh, again, this kind of balance between what's very personal and what's public, what is in the realm of, of you in your own intimacy and deep internal space and what is in the realm of you um, out in the world, uh, in, in relationships, in some kind of public visibility. 
And this is a, a cool time for you to be, again, thinking about what it is that you are wanting to do with your life. This is a great opportunity window for you, Scorpios, right now. If you're trying to make things happen, it's a good time to try and make them happen. Um, on August 19th, uh, you have a, a pretty great aspect um, that can that can help you boost something that you're trying to put out into the world. And so the last couple days of August, uh, of Leo season from August 19th through the 22nd, I would say, um, really great times. You know, I don't know what it is that you're working on, but if you're trying to get something to happen or if you want to open up space for um, new directions in your life or things like that, move on it. This is the time to do it. Uh, that last full moon that we have on August 22nd is a powerful full moon. And for you, it feels like this full moon is really kind of highlighting, um, again, the need for you to feel a sense of centeredness and groundedness in yourself uh, so that you can be and do in the world in the way that you want to. And when you are centered and grounded in yourself, your relationships and how you interact and communicate are served. And if you are not centered or grounded in yourself, then your relationships uh, go to hell, right? Like you, like they get really messy and confusing. And this is a full moon, I think, that could be reminding you of this, that in order to have the relationships and the connections, and that includes friendships, lovers, intimates, partners, um, colleagues, you know, you being in the world as a relational being, in order to have the relationships that you want, you have to be centered in yourself. You have to know who you are. And um, when you're clear about who you are, then you get people who are clear that they want to hang out with you, right? And not everybody's going to want to hang out with you, and that's fine. You don't want to hang out with everybody either. Who are you, right? What, what, what do you stand for? What do you stand in, uh, what's your power? What's your energy? What what are you here to live into? When you're clear on that, then the then the right relationships are attracted to you. And when you're clear on that, then the relationships that you have become more clear. Um, so this is a full moon definitely to tune in with your inner body. You might uh, orient or focus your attention in your central channel, along your spine and in your heart leading up to this full moon, especially for those of you that are moving after opportunities or trying to make thing, certain things happen for yourself in the world um, and in your lives right now, just meditating for a couple of minutes every day, coming into your center, coming into your heart, reminding yourself who you are, what your energy is, and what you're here for could be super helpful during this time. It could really help you like be unbothered by the, you know, clutter that's kind of like spinning around you at any given time. It could really help you discern around opportunities and what you want to say yes and no to. Um, so definitely throughout this month, I would say come into your heart, feel your spine, feel your sense of center, orient to a place of centeredness, of groundedness, of rootedness and belonging that only you can produce for yourself in your own being and in your own body. And from there, move out into your creative projects, into your relationships, into your life. All right, I hope any or all of that is helpful. Um, 
If you want more astrology, check out your year ahead report. That's an hour and a half long reading specific for your sign where I go over the major themes, opportunities, and challenges of 2021, give suggestions for working with them. We're over halfway through the year, so those readings have been discounted to 50%, and you can find them in the horoscope section on my website. If you want more astrology, follow me on Instagram at Embodied Astrology, where I post regular astro updates. You can also subscribe to my extended content subscription. And in that subscription, you get access to my month ahead calendars, as well as my twice a month Zoom meetups, one of which is a workshop where I give an embodiment practice for the month, as well as suggestions for working with your chart and working with the upcoming month's astrology. And the second of which is a community space, a conversational Q&A and sharing space where we work with some of the major themes of the month's astrology. Becoming a subscriber is also a great way to support this work and these free offerings offerings. Um, other great ways to support this work include leaving a one-time financial donation. Thank you so much for your tips. They're super helpful. Uh, you can also share this work with your friends and family, and of course, subscribe, rate, and review on the platforms where you listen. Thank you so much for listening. I'm wishing you all the best in Leo season and beyond. Bye for now.